0: Hi, we're Co. This first song is called I Can't. yeah thanks i'm gonna introduce the band here i'm co uh krista newborn this is james this is crawford and eliza yeah and we're co Co. from chicago but my hometown's indianapolis so i love this place i'm a hoosier at heart forever uh this next one is pretty people (laughs) pretty people Thanks so much. Yeah, cool. Rocking in
1: the groove. Woo! Small Studio is made possible by a grant from the Herbert Simon Family Foundation and with support from Neto Art Shop and Sun King Brewery. And now, listen in for an interview with Co from WFYI's Jill Dittmeyer. Am I correct
0: in saying that you are classically trained musically? Um... I I guess you could say I'm somewhat classically trained. Um, I was very involved in choral music um, in high school. Um, And then after um, graduating high school, I moved out to Los Angeles and I was part of a performing arts group called the Young Americans. And we did all kinds of genres. And we also danced, we sang, and we taught kids music. So that was kind of um, what I did for four years um, with college as well out there. So... I didn't even know
1: that the Young Americans were still around. Oh, yeah.
0: They've been around since, like, the 40s or the 50s. It's been a while. Um, And uh, they're still kind of doing the same thing, but they've really, really changed. It's more of a, um, I guess, teaching kids music and trying to get music in schools um, or, like, making music not leave (laughs) schools. So um, it's very – it's such a cool learning experience. And – um, I don't know. I I grew up a lot just being in that group because we got to travel all over the world and I just met so many awesome people and um, yeah, it was great. How did that solidify
1: your need and want and desire to be a musician, being part of that?
0: You know, I've always been very hungry for music. Um, I think ever since I I was born, I was singing, and I started playing piano at a very young age. At three or four, I was doing Suzuki lessons, which is, you know, classically kind of trained piano, um, but I did it all by ear, so I didn't really learn musical theory, um, and I knew that I wanted to do music. I I was actually trying to decide if I wanted to go to, like, Columbia College and do music out in Chicago, and um, then things just kind of came together. And I went to an audition for the Young Americans and they were like, do you want to move out to LA in two weeks? And I said, yes. So um, I went out there and because of just being around so many other musicians out there, um, like football players that love music, you know, uh, people who are into like metal, like just all kinds of people. And the cool thing is Being all together and being so different but having one love, which is music, was probably, like, one of the most inspiring things. Um, And at first I was a little hesitant, like, I don't know about this. This is kind of weird. But it actually ended up being amazing. And then after that, just playing music every day, singing and uh, touring with it, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, like, long-term, forever, even if if it's not really going to be, like, a lucrative kind of, you know, I guess career. I still, you know, that's my passion. So, and from the Young Americans, where did you go after that? Um, after that, I went. I moved back to Indianapolis, and that's when I started uh, Sloth Pop, which was my first band. Um, and then um, we we were at it for about two and a half, three years. Um, and then I guess toward the end, when we kind of knew that things were gonna, you know, kind of fade off, was when I started the Co Project, and that was just like a duo, me and a drummer. So what I was, I was working with a loop pedal. So it was, had lots of layers, uh, lots of vocal layers and guitar layers. And then um, I invited Tadra Keaton to play drums with me. And we just kind of built um, like a duo around that. And um, and I uh, did that for a while and then moved out sh- to Chicago um, September of 2014, 2015. Oh, my gosh. I don't need <laughs> It's been so long. Um, 2014. So I've been there for a uh, little over a year now. So, Can I ask how old you are? I'm 29. Oh, my God. You I'm have, my... But you have packed so much. So much, yeah. I've, I've been very fortunate. Um, but, yeah, I'm 29 last year of my 20s, so I got to go out with the bang. <laughs> uh, why do you say that? I don't know. I, uh, I it, t- Being in your 20s is such a... I I don't know, like an important part of your life. Like, I feel like being in your 20s, you make a lot of the same mistakes. I mean, I do. I I did in my 20s. And I feel like once I'm out of of my 20s, I just kind of have to like hunker down and not make the same mistakes that I do and just, you know, keep growing. And I'm excited for being in my 30s. I think 30 is a new 21. So (laughs) I'm not scared at all.
1: Give me the pros and cons of being a musician in Chicago versus Indianapolis. Oh, um,
0: well, Indianapolis is amazing. Um, it's such a small community, though, and I really wanted to grow, um, like, kind of grow my sound into like a bigger sound. Um, and I felt like I kind of already played with so many people here, and it was just kind of like you know, I need to dip my finger in a bigger pool of musicians. And so when I <clears throat> moved out to Chicago. It was just, like, musician here, musician there. And I got really fortunate to find uh, James and Crawford because they had just moved to Chicago. And I feel like every single person in Chicago who is a musician are in, like, five other bands. So it's, like, at, like impossible to, like, you know, have someone kind of dedicate their time to one project. And so because of James and Crawford moved here, they didn't really know anyone. I just, like, snatched them up really fast. And I was like, let's make music. This is going to be awesome. But also... What we were talking about today, actually, it's such—I mean, there's music every single night. You could go to five shows within walking distance, and that's super inspiring. It really is. And and I love the local music scene here. It's amazing, and it's growing. And what MOKB is doing, like bringing um, out-of-town artists more, is amazing, but just to be in a place where I could just like go to a DIY spot, I don't know if you're familiar with like DIY, like do-it-yourself venues, or kind of like illegal venues, but <laughs> it's it's really cool because um, they're like houses and garages, like, and they just kind of like make a space, like they create a space for bands to play in, and there's probably like hundreds of those spaces in Chicago. So you can go to one one night, then go to like an actual venue and a bar, and, you know, just like pockets and pockets of music all over the place, so it's... It's phenomenal, and that's super inspiring to me.
1: How do you make a living doing that?
0: Um, I don't make a living doing that, to be honest. Um, We all just, like, kind of have a band fund, and that's, like, to get us to the next town if we're going to go out of town, um, like, to get merch, um, you know. I I do not make a living off of it. Maybe someday, you know, but I'm not concerned about that. That's the last thing I'm really thinking about, so. (laughs) Tell me
1: how important music is to you and how much of a part I mean you you kind of said it but I want to I want to hear more about it about just how it is a part of your everyday life from the moment you get up to the moment you go to sleep to your relationships your friendships what you listen to what you watch yeah is it all encompassing and
0: how yeah I mean it is uh there's something about just I don't know just being a part of a community in music and getting inspired by other people and just like, even though it's not going to be a lucrative, you know, career, it's exactly what, where I want to be. And it's exactly who I am and what I want to do. Um, and, uh, I don't know, like listening to music every day. And, um, I also, I work in a, like bar restaurant that is owned by a, another bar in Chicago called the Burlington and also some some of the managers are from the empty bottle I don't know if you're familiar with empty bottle so they have hired so many musicians and just like being a part of that and like meeting so many important musicians that have been around since the 90s in Chicago and working with them is insane and um, so I know that like even though they're phenomenal musicians and they're working in a restaurant bar like it's it's okay because like at the end of the day, that's our passion. That's what we want to do, regardless of anything else. So, um, but yeah, I, I think Chicago really has shaped me as a musician. Just, I think immediately when I moved out there and saw a band, I was like, whoa! I need to, need to get get on it, like shape up. And yeah, I don't know. It's just cool to grow.
1: How about as far as being a, a woman in the music community?
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what's so cool. Um, I feel like we're in a year where every female is just being more vocal about it um, and being involved in, like, Girls Rock. Um, I was involved with Girls Rock Indie, um, like, some benefit shows, and as well as in Chicago. I recently played one in at Emporium in Chicago. And it's just so cool to see, like, women coming together and, and kind of saying things like, you know, don't say, like, woman-fronted. Just say, it's a band. You know, we are we're musicians that's all you know you wouldn't say oh I'm going to go see this you know man-fronted band and uh you know it's it just doesn't really make sense and so I mean that's just a small example um of how passionate I think women are to just you know own it and be okay with like I don't know like we might have to explain to people a little bit, but that's okay because I think we're getting somewhere where we are, I don't know, like we're growing and it's great. I don't know. I Being a female musician is very empowering right now. It just feels like we're onto something. It's great.
1: And what trickle-down can we hopefully expect here in Indianapolis from Chicago? I mean, once again, Indianapolis, we eventually get what's going on everywhere else. What do you see music-wise happening up there in that area and from other places you've been that should be coming to Indianapolis that we should watch for? What music trends, sounds, Hmm.
0: anything? Yeah, well, that's one thing I really like about Chicago. There's so many genres. Um, And I I hate the word genre. I hate to, like, even... When people ask me, like, what kind of genre are you? Like, I I really can't stand that question. But um, there are so many, like, pockets of music that are different that are happening. Um, One thing that I do wish, what's happening in Indianapolis that's not happening in Chicago is, like, how they're combining, like, hip-hop and rock bands together on the same bill. Because it is really the same energy, if you think about it. Um, Everyone wants to have a good time, listen to great music, party. Like, it's all right there um and then but then you also get to see rap and then you get to see rock um but in chicago you know um there's a lot of great bands coming out of there right now like i'm very excited for we we have a show um tonight this is what january 9th am i am i allowed to say that or yeah okay Uh, (laughs) um And we have a show tonight, Joyful Noise, and I'm bringing a band from Chicago called Milk Belly. And they're probably one of my favorite uh, bands coming out of Chicago right now. They're just, like, really sludgy and fuzzed out. Um, And there is a lot of that going on there, Um, a lot of psych, um, a lot of, believe it or not, like, 60s, 70s kind of rock coming back. Um, And then there's also an, an electronic scene, which is, I feel like, not really apparent here, but it is there. So... Um, And it's only three hours away, so if any of you indie people ever want to come up, let me know, and I'll, you know, tell you where to go. (laughs) And Coe, the name, comes from? Oh, um, it's just a nickname that I've had since the Young Americans. Um, It's really, it's actually really dumb, and I feel really embarrassed telling this story, but... um, I was known, I'm really good at looking at a human and saying, okay, your spirit animal is this. Like, just by looking at someone like, oh, you look like, you know, like a, a bear or something, I don't know. And uh, I would, I w- was constantly doing this, and then, like, finally someone came up to me and they were like, well, you know what? You're a koala bear. And I was like, yeah, I guess I do kind of have, like, koala, koala features. And then people were starting to call me that, and then it just kind of got shortened to co, which, I'd, I mean, I just, like, the ring of it I don't know but I never really tell people that story so like you know Merry Christmas everyone for hearing that story but <laughs> yeah it's a coat. great story yeah well, what
1: is your spirit animal do you have do you feel-
0: is, I think I'm a sloth definitely I'm just like very slow and like I mean like slow in movement and um, yeah lazy sometimes it's good to be I don't know A bedroom (laughs) artist—that's where I like make most of my songs. But yeah, no, I—I'm somewhat of a sloth, I guess. What is your spirit animal? That's a good question.